Hey everyone, live from New York City, I'm Jay Dombeck and this is Sports In Depth. What's up folks, October baseball, what can I say? The New York Mets already out of the postseason. And the San Diego Padres played really, really good baseball to knock them out. I wanted to start with baseball today and finish up with football. With the Mets being knocked out of the postseason, they lost Game 3 6-0. And their offense was really limited. Uh, Even the best bats in that lineup struggled. Uh, Lindor, Pete Alonso, even Jeff McNeil, uh, the batting champ for the NL, He was real quiet in the wild card round, and therefore the New York Mets are going home. Sorry, PG, but the Mets did not show up when it matters most, and that's really been the story of their franchise. Coming up short and just shy, it's tough to put such a great regular season to waste, but the Mets did just that. Game one of the divisional series, I waited till Wednesday to record this week so I could touch upon these games, and uh, we'll get this out to you guys Thursday at some point. Uh, The Philadelphia Phillies beat the Atlanta Braves on the road, and yes, the Braves dropped three in the ninth, but it wasn't enough. The Phillies had enough of a cushion to still win the ball game. Um, They were up at 1.721, and uh, Olsen did go deep in the ninth, but Uh, Phillies are really playing good baseball. I'm really proud of them. Bryce Harper, awesome stuff. Bryce Harper singled twice and doubled. Just an awesome performance. Castellano showing up big time. Uh, Gene Segura, it's great to see him succeed. You know, someone who's now on a good team, a team that uh, can make a run here in October, and we'll see what happens. I'm excited for the rest of this series. Uh, Game two is actually in a rain delay here on Wednesday when I'm recording, but it's going to be a heck of a series. Let's talk about those Houston Astros against the Seattle Mariners. The Seattle Mariners dominated the whole game, but lost it at the very end. Jordan Alvarez hits a three-run shot in the ninth in walk-off fashion. Um, It's great to see this kid succeed. Bregman went deep in the eighth. Uh, We know Houston is built for October, and me as a Yankee fan, I'd rather see Seattle than the Houston Astros in the ALCS, but in order to be the best, you got to beat the best. So at the end of the day, Yankees-Astros would be a great head-to-head to decide the crown. The New York Yankees, Garrett Cole, Bader, Rizzo, man, they showed up big time to beat the Cleveland Guardians 4-1. to I am a Yankee fan, and I'm looking past this series. I think the Guardians are lucky if they get one win uh, against the New York Yanks, but it's going to be a quick series, and hopefully we don't have to go through too many pitchers uh, in this series because we're going to need them in the next one, I really must say. Uh, Garrett Cole went the perfect amount of innings, in my opinion, six and a third, uh, allowed four hits, One earned run, one walk in eight Ks. We know he's been striking out kids all throughout the regular season, and now he's continuing it into the postseason, and that's big time. It only matters what you do in October and early November. Garrett Cole knows that. He's a world champion already with the Houston Astros in 2017. 
Now he's trying to bring that championship pedigree with this talented group in New York. To wrap up the evening on Tuesday, the Dodgers took care of the Padres. They were up 5-0 at some point. The Padres chipped away and uh, only lost the game 5-3. I think it's really important to punch the Dodgers in the mouth early. If you're the San Diego Padres, you can't be down two, three, four, even five runs halfway through the game. You got to score first, and your pitching must show up. I think in game two, it is crucial that Hugh Darvish has an outstanding performance because that's the only way you're going to beat the Dodgers, folks. They don't swing at bad pitches. They do not make mistakes in the field. So, uh... Padres are going to have to bring their A game or this is going to be a very short series. And you heard that here first with JD on Sports In Depth. Let's transition to football and I'll talk about some of the games uh, that happened in week five. Um, I think it's so important that the Giants beat the Green Bay Packers in London. You know, Giants moved to four and one. Saquon Barkley is absolutely balling and Daniel Jones once again is playing mistake-free football, and I'm really proud of the kid out of Duke. It's special the way he's playing right now, and uh, Aaron Rodgers having a human-like season instead of an Aaron Rodgers-type season, and there's a lot to be said about that. Uh, the NFC East is slowly turning into the NFC Beast. Yes, you heard that with JD. The Eagles are 5-0. and Giants are 4-1. and Cowboys are 4-1. and Man, there's a lot of competition there at the top. So uh, I'm really excited to see how the season wraps up for the New York football Giants. I thought the New York Jets took care of the Dolphins. I think Zach Wilson is looking really good, in my opinion. More efficient, less turnovers. Um, really cool to see the kid come into his own. Yes, the Dolphins were playing with their third stringer. You know, Tua's still out and uh, Bridgewater concussion protocol. So a lot to be said uh there, but the New York Jets took care of business. I'm going to talk about the Buccaneers-Falcons game, and then I'm going to tie that into the Monday night game, Chiefs-Raiders. Why? Roughing the passer was called against the Atlanta Falcons on Tom Brady. Was it a Brady-like call? Kind of, in my opinion. But then it happens again. Monday night football. Chiefs get to the quarterback. They said that Chris Jones whipped and put full body weight on Derek Carr. That is not roughing the passer. What else is the defensive player supposed to do? They are not going for the legs. They are not going up top for head neck area. It's midsection to bring them down. And I think the NFL needs to correct this rule. Me as a football fan, I do not like to see referees. These officials continue making mistakes. Calls are part of football games. Calls should not decide football games. And I think it's very, very important to clean it up and have a meeting with all the officials in the NFL to look point blank at what a roughing the passer call is. Because I think there's a gray area here when that call is black and white. So um, a little bit there I wanted to touch upon because if you get to the quarterback, it can't always be a flag. I know that in a CTE era, and an era with a lot of injuries, and they're trying to have football go in the right direction, but this has us taking two steps back. Troy Aikman was even joking on Monday Night Football with Joe Buck. This was not the case when I played. The league cannot focus on just protecting the quarterback. The running back can go up the middle or outside and get absolutely creamed 
by a linebacker or a DB or a DN on either side. But a QB can't be touched in the league today, and that is wrong. Very wrong. Um, Roughing the passer is a call that's been going on for many years, but now we seem to be finding when in doubt they are blowing the whistle. When in doubt, do not blow the whistle. And the NFL has to appreciate what the fans here are saying, what people around the league are saying, because it must be cleaned up and must be changed for this season uh, to have a successful wrap-up. Yeah, so I kind of bounced back and forth. Yeah, the Buccaneers, you know, talking about the calls, but the Bucks did take care of business, beating the Atlanta Falcons by six in this Monday night game. Chiefs win by one. Uh, I'm questioning Josh McDaniel's call to go for or two with like four minutes to go. No, Josh, you do not do that. Chiefs end up winning by one. Raiders battled in this game. I thought the Chiefs played well. At times they didn't. Their offensive line was letting them down here and there. The Raiders were getting at a quarterback a little bit. You know, Mahomes hit the deck a few times. So a really good Monday night game, a tight game. And Sunday night's game was tight too. A field goal for Justin Tucker with time expiring. I think the Bengals are hitting a bit of a lull. Uh, not putting up as many points as they did last year. Not winning close games. They're 2-3. and three, And I do not see them going back to the Super Bowl this year. I actually don't even have them winning their own division. I have the Baltimore Ravens doing so. And uh, with the leg of Justin Tucker, anything is possible late game uh, if it is knotted up. So that's it here today. Everybody enjoy October baseball. Shout out my dad, the New York Rangers. Won on Tuesday night, NHL opening night. NHL is back. Regular season NBA is almost back. We're in the preseason there. NFL is rocking and rolling. Uh, Week 6 kicking off with Commander's Bears. October 13th, Thursday, day we release, um, and baseball, come on, October's finest, let's get it, OVO crew, that's what I told you, J.D. out.